Hey, welcome to the Life Edit, bringing order to your everyday chaos. I'm Tabitha Perry, former social worker and now life coach that breaks big problems down into simple, actionable steps so you become more intentional and productive in life. Let's get started. Hello. So I'm an early bird and love getting up at 5 a.m. to take classes at the gym. And I found that going to these classes helps me work harder for a longer time. And something that this instructor said recently really jumped out at me. She said, even when you're struggling, you can keep moving forward, which was a mic dropping moment for me because as someone who battles with anxiety with that perfectionism twist to it, I regularly stop things if it's too hard because I'm not able to do it perfect. And if you can't do it perfect, why try, right? Now, some of you listening may think that's the most absurd reasoning you've heard, but let me tell you, for many of us, this is a belief that we constantly constantly have to challenge and work through. And that's why it's so important to know yourself well enough and to be able to know when you need that extra oomph to work through something. Now, self-sabotaging isn't something we do to be mean to ourselves. We actually do it in unexpected ways. Like I mentioned in my last podcast, self-sabotage, the coping strategy you didn't know you had, self-sabotage is actually a way we protect ourselves and cope with stress. The problem is that it prevents us from a certain type of stress, but eventually creates more down the road, which is why I want to talk about what it looks like and how to work through it. Unfortunately, there isn't a magic pill to cure this. It's something that takes awareness, perseverance, grit, and I know that you're capable of that. As we talked about in the last podcast, self-sabotage can show up in two ways, through perfectionism and through procrastination. Perfectionism is when you always want everything to be just right and get upset with yourself or others if it's not. You set really high standards and might feel stressed or not good enough if you don't meet those absurdly high standards. Whereas procrastination, on the other hand, is when you keep putting things off you need to do. Even if you know you should do something, you delay it and it can lead to stress and not doing your best work. To break it down into more specific scenarios, we're going to look at our life through the lens of our mind, our body, and our soul. Just as God is three in one, creator, Christ, Holy Spirit, humans were created as three parts, body, mind, and spirit. Since these parts are special, we do everything we can consciously and subconsciously to protect them. So here's some scriptures to support what I'm saying. Now in 1 Thessalonians, it says, Now may the God of peace make you holy in every way, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless until our Lord Jesus Christ comes again. And in 1 Corinthians, it says, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. And in Mark, it says, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. Now, to clarify, your mind is your thinking and understanding part. It's where your thoughts, learning, and remembering happen. It's where you create your worldview, make decisions, and express yourself. For your body, this is your physical self, the whole tangible you, with all the organs and functions keeping you alive. You are created with great detail and on purpose in the image of Christ. And for your soul, this is the deeper, more spiritual part that connects you with your morality, with God, with your purpose and a deeper meaning for life. It shapes your attitude and can be renewed or depleted, which impacts how we sustain through hard times. Each day, we're either helping or hurting these aspects of ourselves. 
So let's dive in and start with how trying to maintain perfection in our mind, body, and soul holds us back and sabotages us from God's goodness. Now let's talk about how you self-sabotage your mind. You do this by being too hard on yourself, by always telling yourself you're not quite good enough, making you anxious, and hurting your self-esteem. Another way is working too much and trying to do everything perfectly, which makes you work too much, miss out on the simple things in life, and feel exhausted. And another way is by trying to control everything and not letting others help because you've convinced yourself that you're the only one that can do it well, and it's easier if you do it all, making you stressed because you've chosen to be in charge of everything. Now, here are a few edits to make to take care of your mind when perfectionism is trying to self-sabotage you. Challenge that negative self-talk because that is not from God. Now, if you're not sure if what you're thinking is negative self-talk because it's how you've always been thinking forever and ever, try telling someone and see what they say. I've done this and have been shocked that the normal thoughts to me are apparently super negative. (laughs) Another edit to make is to delegate and accept help when people offer. How many times has someone offered to do something for you, but you said no because it would feel like it's more effort to explain to them the what and the how? The thing is, if you don't start small, you won't be able to ask when the big things come up. One time I was solo parenting because my husband was out of town and my older daughter got a concussion and needed to go to the hospital. I needed a place for my younger daughter to go and I was trying to figure out how to get from the hospital back to the house and pick up my daughter and all the details. I did the hard way all on my own unnecessarily instead of just asking for help. Now let's talk about how you self-sabotage your body. You're ignoring rest and putting other obligations before taking care of yourself, not getting enough sleep and pushing your body too hard, which eventually limits how much you can do. The other way you can self-sabotage your body is by trying unhealthy habits like extreme diets or exercise routines to reach an ideal body image instead of appreciating the body you already have and focusing on a balanced and healthy lifestyle that is sustainable. So here are some edits to take care of your body when perfectionism is trying to sabotage. Give yourself permission to relax if you're not able to. I'm officially giving you that permission if you can't give that to yourself. Also get that proper sleep, which is around seven to eight uninterrupted hours. Nobody is going to create that time for you. You're in charge of your life, so it's up for you to do it. My sleep is precious, so I've created morning and evening routines that help me relax enough to get into bed and fall asleep, as well as wake up and truly enjoy my morning. It takes time to figure out what you like, but once you do, it'll create a lot of peace in your day. Another edit to make is to focus on balance and sustainable health habits. Appreciate your body for what it is and adopt a lifestyle that promotes overall well-being. So there is no judgment here for using extreme ways to work on your body. I've done it all. I've done intermittent fasting, keto, carb counting, calorie counting, testing my blood sugar, the cabbage soup diet, you name it, I've done it. And none of those one things were sustainable, but a little of each were. So I created my own healthy, sustainable health protocol that is non-negotiable. I used to think that my exercise and nutrition were wants, but now at 38, they are definitely needs. I personally shoot for 30 grams of protein, some carbs and fat every meal. I intermittent fast occasionally, 
I work out at least four times a week, never going more than two days in a row without working out unless I'm sick or injured because then I lose momentum. And I drink 64 ounces of water a day and have my special large bottle (laughs) that people make fun of me for in order to make that happen. I have to be intentional with making this happen because nobody else is going to. Let's move into our soul and how we self-sabotage that. You're too busy and you're filling every moment with tasks, leaving no time for relaxing, spending time with God, or doing things that bring you joy and peace. And you're ignoring your instincts or feelings that don't fit the perfect plan, even though they may be pivots God is asking you to take, leading you to make choices that don't feel true to yourself or obedient to God's direction. His plan doesn't always feel perfect, even if it is. It's sometimes messy, but worth it. So here are the edits to take care of your soul when perfectionism is trying to sabotage. Embrace your imperfections and learn to be okay that life will never be perfect. You may have to hear this a hundred times, but eventually it will sink in just like it did for me. I realized way too late in the game that perfection is just a random standard I created in my head because the only person's opinion that needs to matter is God's and he knows there is no perfection. I'm still learning this process, but it has allowed me to feel more free and be open to trying new things, even if it's messy. Another edit to make is to create more time for useless activities that you enjoy doing just for the heck of it. This past year, one of my goals was to have more fun, but I had to quantify it because otherwise I wouldn't do it. My fun included making album covers for my Spotify playlists, making themed playlists with songs that I like, and allowing myself time in the week that was unscheduled to let myself just do whatever I felt like doing in the moment. And I realize many people live their life like that. However, I don't, so I have to actually schedule that. Now, do you see how all of these examples can appear innocent on the outside, but when you dig a layer or two deeper, you can see how it it actually doesn't help you in the long run. That is self-sabotage. Now let's dive into the second way we can unexpectedly self-sabotage through procrastination. Again, I'm going to break it down into how we procrastinate through three elements of our life, our mind, our body, and our soul. So how you self-sabotage your mind with procrastination is by avoiding tasks by putting off the hard stuff because you're scared of failing, which makes you stressed and unsatisfied. Another way is not reaching your full potential by delaying important projects until the last minute, resulting in not doing your best, but because you procrastinated, you can tell yourself you didn't do well because it was last minute and avoiding the feeling of failure if you actually put 100% into it. There's a little bit of perfectionism mixed in there too. Edits to make to take care of your mind when procrastination is trying to sabotage are breaking down tasks that are feeling super hard into smaller, more manageable steps to make it easier to start and build momentum. This is huge. I've used this edit in my life to run a marathon, be a guest on 50 podcasts, create curriculum, start a business, and now prepping for writing a book. Another edit to make is setting realistic goals that are challenging but not impossible. As a high-achieving woman, I understand the dopamine hit you get at first when you think of a big goal, and many of us think something has to be really hard to be worth it. The fact is that there are some things that don't actually have to be overly complicated. So I encourage you, as I have learned to do, simplify as much as possible. You're not going to get a gold star from anyone for making a goal harder than it needs to be. 
and I'm speaking from experience here. Another way that how you self-sabotage your body looks like ignoring your health by postponing exercise or health checkups and neglecting your well-being because you lack motivation or are wanting to avoid that discomfort. You're 100% motivated to get your kids to their well-child checkup each year, but when was the last time you went for your checkup? Also, another way we self-sabotage our body is by wasting time doing nothing and spending time on unproductive activities like scrolling on social media, watching shows, or doing anything else to avoid important activities like working out or moving your body throughout the day, leading to a less active lifestyle. You tell yourself you don't have time to exercise, but your screen time hours on your phone prove different. Now, here are some edits to take care of your body when procrastination is trying to sabotage. Develop a routine that includes regular exercise and health checkups. A consistent schedule can help overcome the tendency to postpone essential health activities. For example, I've been going to the chiropractor since I was 12. That would be 26 years. It has only been the past two years that I have standing appointments twice a month to get adjusted to prevent my back and neck from going out. The other 24 years, I would live my life until something happened, then go to the chiropractor to fix me, then inevitably come back. Having my standing Monday appointment takes away the mind drama and allows me to take care of my body. And I have struggled less than ever with how my back and neck have felt. Another edit you can make is by stop putting off exercise and make it part of your life, which means reallocating time spent on unproductive activities. There's not a healthy, successful person that doesn't make sure to exercise. It's a thing. It takes time. It's humbling because nobody is good at it when they first start. I used to think exercise was something I could put off until other things were done, but then I wouldn't get to it. Surprise, surprise. So now I do it first thing in the morning, whether I want to or not. Sometimes it's a hard 60 minutes. Other times it's a quick 15. I get it done and it's worth it every time. I never think, man, I shouldn't have worked out today, but I have thought, man, I wish I would have worked out. Now let's talk about how you self-sabotage your soul. You're not setting goals, which is delaying the process of personal and spiritual growth, leading to a lack of purpose and direction. And you're avoiding personal reflection and quiet time with God, hindering personal and soulful development due to discomfort or uncertainty. Sometimes we're afraid of what God is going to say to us or tell us what to do, so we avoid Him. The challenge with that is that we end up not living to our fullest potential because we miss out on a rad relationship with God. Now here are some edits to take care of your soul when procrastination is trying to sabotage. Be specific about your goals and go after them. Having a sense of purpose and direction creates motivation to help you overcome procrastination. I found that when I don't have specific goals I'm working towards, I feel a little lost. Getting specific on my goals takes time and effort, so I get why it's hard and why we procrastinate doing it. Another edit to make is by scheduling time for that quiet personal reflection so you're not just waiting for free time to magically appear, because it won't. Facing the discomfort of the quiet and calm is empowering and allows you to reconnect with God who misses you. As I let it sink in that my heavenly father loves me enough to want to spend time with me, I'm able to let my walls down and step into that vulnerable place of just being with him, talking with him, and most importantly, listening. 
Just like we can't hear someone talking at a loud concert, we can't hear the Lord when our lives are full of noise. So we must create that time. The devil uses busyness and other internal noise to distract us from what is most important, being with God. So let's review what we just went over. We self-sabotage in unexpected ways, and many times for high-achieving women, it can be organized into two ways. We self-sabotage by perfectionism, which is being too hard on yourself by setting unrealistic expectations because deep down, how you perform matters most to you. And procrastination, which is avoiding important tasks because you're unwilling to be uncomfortable until you're at a level of stress that doing the uncomfortable thing actually feels better than the stress of not doing the thing. The great thing is that there are edits to make in our life to address each of the sabotages. Being intentional with small edits will eventually add up to the momentum and change you're wanting. This is why I started the Life Edit Podcast, was to provide simple and practical edits to make in life to live out your God-given potential. Because nothing is more important than living your life for God. He wanted to connect with us on our level so badly, he had Jesus come to earth to show us how to live, love, and forgive. When Jesus died and then came back from the dead, this allowed a new opportunity for anyone to access God if they choose to believe Jesus is also God. I pray that if you're listening and are needing to rededicate your life to Christ or accept him as the one guy that can help you, that you pray right now these simple words. God, I'm sorry I lived my life distant from you. Forgive me. Thank you for dying on the cross for all the things I've done wrong. I want to trust and live my life for you. Please make me more aware of who you are so my faith can be strengthened. Amen. It's never too soon to get right with God. Avoiding this choice because you're unsure of all the details or waiting until your life is in a better spot are just self-sabotaging tactics to keep you from true peace. Having faith fills in all those gaps. Thank you so much for joining me in this deep dive into the ways we self-sabotage through perfectionism and procrastination in our mind and in our body and in our soul. It's been a fun journey, and I hope you've gained valuable insights that will help you on your path to personal growth. Now, I want to share some exciting news with you. As I've reflected on the topics we've explored and on the impact that they can have on our lives, I've realized that in order to not self-sabotage by procrastinating a dream or waiting for the perfect time to start, that I need to reallocate my time to focus on my new project. So I've decided to take a pause on this podcast as I start the process of writing a book. Yay! This decision wasn't made lightly, and I believe it's the right step for me at this moment. I'm super grateful for the support and engagement from each of you. Your listenership has meant the world to me, and I can't express how much I appreciate you all. During this podcast hiatus, I'll be pouring my energy into creating a resource that I hope will bring even more value to your lives. And I'll miss this, but I'm looking forward to the opportunity to connect with you through the written word. So please stay subscribed as I'll keep you updated on the progress and share exciting developments. In the meantime, if you have any thoughts, feedback, or topics you'd love to see covered in the future, feel free to reach out through social media or email. Once again, thank you for your time, your support, and your willingness to explore these important topics with me. I'm super grateful and I can't wait to reconnect with you. Until then, take care, stay inspired, and keep moving forward. Remember, making small edits each day creates big results so you step into your fullest God-given potential. Make it an incredible day.